0: 141 951 1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One's Super Scoreboard. John Flanagan's facing a two game ban for elbowing Scott Brown as the old firm fallout continues. We'll hear from both captains who are setting their sights on next season. And St Mirren beat Hamilton to take the relegation playoff battle to the final day. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, Gordon DL and Roger Hanna.
2: And you say what you like about Scottish football, but we do drama like no one else, right down to the last weekend of the season, Gordon. Survival Saturday for St Mirren and Hamilton and then the race for Europe on Sunday with Aberdeen and Kilmallock. And on top of it all, in a season like this, we had to have a last wee disciplinary spat. Not only does Willie Collum have the Cup final, he's also back, refereeing Rangers at the weekend, and Rangers might not even have John Flanagan for the game.
1: Yeah, the game was such a, a big one on Sunday, Gordon, in the respect that the, the reaction tells you that everyone is already looking to next season. The Rangers fans mm. think that this this is a sign of things to come. The Celtic fans are looking at what their squad needs to do And who the manager is going to be
3: Yes uh, It's going to be a big summer For a lot of clubs Gordon A lot of players coming and going Obviously our top two uh, Celtic and Rangers um, Transfers are going to be so important Celtic They need to appoint a manager A uh, head of recruitment as well So there are big jobs there And then obviously, there's a lot of work to be done because a lot of players will be moving on, fresh players coming in. And the same with Rangers. They will take a lot of confidence from their victory on Sunday. But you've got to do over a piece of a season If you're going to try and win something And it's important that Stephen Gerrard gets some silverware next year as well And uh, as I say, big summer But uh,
1: Roger's right about the weekend It's going to be very exciting The number you need to get in touch is 0141 951 1025 So let's hear from you right now on the phones please And we are on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, Roger with a, a day or so out the way to Gather your thoughts What what did you make of Sunday as, as a game And what the, the Bigger picture may be For both sides
2: Well We spoke in the show On Saturday That there was more in it For Rangers In terms of Projecting things ahead To next season And it looked in the game As if there was more in it For Rangers um, They looked hungrier They were sharper To every ball The second balls They won And they just looked Like the team Who needed to win The game more um, The defeat Could have consequences For Celtic particularly from Neil Lennon, if you're listening to callers on the show since Sunday, Gordon, you'll know that yourself. Um And on the show on Saturday, I mentioned that you know I thought Rangers probably needed two or three more players into the squad for next season, and Celtic needed six or eight, and I was absolutely pilloried on social media by Celtic supporters to say that. And then by two o'clock on Sunday, the majority of them were agreeing with me. It's going to be a major season of change at Celtic. Whether it's Neil Lennon or not There'll be a manager in the dugout There's a recruitment chief needed And I stick with it In terms of if, If they get the first 11 in the park Very strong But you saw it the weekend And Neil Lennon said it himself There's no depth Or strength to that Celtic squad anymore They need six or eight new players In the summer
3: I think the biggest uh, headache in the, the, well, the new Celtic manager, whether it may be Neil Lennon or someone else coming in, go on, the headache's going to try and get to clear the decks. A lot of people on there and big money, um, they're on contracts. and So that sometimes gives you a bit of headache because Roger's right. I think Celtic need uh, freshened up. And that's hard because I said on Sunday, we were having a real go at a Celtic team who are on the verge. Of back-to-back tribals, um Which is Is incredible um, You've got to say But uh, I thought Celtic Got it all wrong On Sunday I thought I thought Neil Lennon's got to take A bit of responsibility The way he lined up With two wing-backs Especially Mikey Johnston On the right-hand side uh, A young lad Into that sort of A game it was all wrong They were all over a place And I thought Just the minute Rangers got the goal It gave them so much confidence And they dominated
1: most of the game Okay 0141 What are you taking away From the weekend's game The result is Starting to Go into the distance But what does that mean Going forward For both sides 0141 The breaking news today From the game Is that John Flanagan's Facing a two match ban For elbowing Scott Brown During the match The Rangers defender was booked for the incident, but the Scottish FA have ruled he should have been red carded. Uh, the Celtic captain said he was puzzled at the time of the booking.
4: Another one to the face. Uh, surprisingly somebody else didn't see that again, but that was uh, he says it was a yellow because it didn't hit me in the face, but it's part and part, so I don't think it would have changed uh, the outcome of the game as we didn't deserve to win the game today. Rangers played better than what we did. <laughs> there's always a linesman there that can see it as well from the corner flag, so uh, there's two people there and both of them says they didn't properly see it, so it's a hard one for them, but at the end of the day, as I say, it wouldn't have changed the outcome. We did not deserve to win the game. Uh, Rangers played better than us. We didn't start well. We've not played our game plan. We've not followed it up. We've not pressed as hard as we should. And we've
1: not played as well as we possibly could have. Roger Johanna, what do you make of that decision today? Um, I'm not
2: surprised in the slightest. Uh, John Flanagan, quite clearly, smashed Scott Brown in the face with his forearm. Um, Kevin Clancy clearly didn't see it. Properly see from the angle where Kevin Clancy was I feel a bit sorry for Kevin Clancy His first old firm game I've seen referees have a lot worse first old firm games Than Kevin Clancy had at the weekend Unfortunately for him It will be remembered as the game that he missed You know, he didn't get a proper view of it So I think Rangers are, you know I don't don't think they can complain too much That John Flanagan has been hit with this Um, It's a strange one because The build-up to the game So much of the build-up to the game Was about Rangers discipline Neil Lennon spoke about it Stephen Jennard spoke about it Uh, Alan McGregor missed the game Because of his kick out at Mark McNulty Alfredo Morelos missed the majority of the game Because he had a four-game ban And can't get back into the team It's not, you know John Flanagan was sent off early in the season Candace has been sent off early in the season 12 red cards And Stephen Jennard Before the game Preached about the importance of keeping discipline He spoke about next season Rangers won't win things if their discipline's this bad And in the first game after that His left back smashes Scott Brown in the face So it is going to be an ongoing issue for Stephen Gerrard
3: Yeah, we we watched in the studio, Gordon And um, you know the referee brought out the yellow card I was surprised at that It was a straight red for me Why Flanagan's even putting his cell into that position Is beyond me Because Roger's right the Rangers manager has been harping on about discipline It has to get better And when you're in control of a game Why put yourself in a position that you could put your team down to 10 men? I agree with Scott Brown I think he's very honest there and said Look, it wouldn't have mattered now the result anyway I thought Rangers were well better than Celtic They were up for it They were hungrier They wanted it more And they
1: deserved it 0141 Let's see what you make of it on the phones John is a Rangers fan first up Hi John Hi there, how you doing? Hey, Not bad John, John.
5: My point is, and before I, I go on to my point, I want to say that I don't dispute that it was a stupid act by John Flanagan. However, the SFA rules state that if the referee or the officials see the on-field incident, then no action can be taken by the compliance officer. Now,
1: let me just stop you there, John, just to correct you slightly, that that's not... Completely true The ref has to see The full incident The ref has to see The bit that would have Constituted a red card So for instance And I'm I'm guessing At this part Maybe Kevin Clancy Thinks he sees A a strike To the chest Which wouldn't be Necessarily violent conduct Red card But what he doesn't see Is the elbow hitting Scott Brown in the face Which would be Violent conduct Red card Do do you see the difference? I'd,
5: I'd get your point However If he doesn't see The whole incident Then how can he act On it then, that's the the point. Now, don't get me wrong, as I've said, I don't dispute that it was stupid by John Flanagan and the strike shouldn't have happened because he could have ended up putting us down to 10 men on the day once again. However, if he doesn't see it wholly, then surely he shouldn't act at all in the
1: match. Yeah, I mean, Roger, I completely understand why yeah, this doesn't did. sit right with everyone. But we have we have been here before. We've done this all season long. Yeah, Darian yeah. McKinnon had a yellow card upgraded to you a red did. for Hamilton Ackies. Darnell did. Johnson had one for Hibbs yep. upgraded from a yellow to a red. And in one respect, you can say, well, I didn't see it, i.e. I was facing the other way. I, I didn't see it at all. And then the next part of it is, did you see it? Properly, did well, you see it, the part it, look, of the action it, which it, would have been read? didn't
2: red? see it properly. If you look at the TV angles, he would actually need X ray vision, he would need to see right through Scott Brown to get a full view of what actually happened. He mistakenly, as you say, Gordon, thought John Flanagan had aimed something at Scott Brown's chest, didn't get a full view, and acted, booked him, thinking he'd hit him in the chest. Once he has had the benefit of looking at it again after the game. Uh, Claire White, the compliance mm. officer, has got involved And John Flanagan is now facing a two-game ban right, Listen, refs are not like the rest of us They're human beings They make mistakes We're now in a system where, with a compliance officer Those mistakes can be corrected mm. post-match
1: It's worth bearing in mind, Sam, that the, the referee is, is asked, essentially if, if he saw the incident So he, he, he then, after the game, must have said that he didn't see it properly
5: so that, that's the point So if he didn't see it properly Then surely he shouldn't act And then he should allow the compliance officer To take action after he, If he doesn't report it And he's maxed report that he never seen it But then he's taking action in the game So if he takes that action Then surely he should be saying I've seen the whole incident
1: Yeah I mean listen I, I, I do follow that logic Roger But again I, I'll, I'll repeat no. it Kevin Clancy at the time Clearly thinks I, it hits him in the chest I, I'll, and
2: I'll, I'll flip it the other way Gordon For the sake of argument See John Flanagan did hit Scott Brown in the chest. But Kevin Clancy thought John Flanagan had hit him in the face. And Kevin Clancy sends off John Flanagan in that game. Then the Rangers would have every right to appeal it. Because the ref didn't see it because properly. Because the ref didn't see it properly. Yeah. And get John Flanagan off. That you know, that's a correct way of doing it. You know, there needs to be some system in place if referees make an mm. honest mistake. And and that system Unfortunately for John Flanagan, I've mm-hmm. seen him land a two-game ban. Had it been the other way, it would have, you know, it would have been a mechanism for him to get off.
1: Do you get that, Sam? I mean, if Kevin Clancy wrongly sends John Flanagan off because he didn't see it properly, then surely there's the right to to appeal it down the way. Sam, he's still with us, Sam. Nah, I think he's mm-hmm. breaking up. Oh, Gordon, listen, it's been a long old season for this stuff, and um, Fraser Wishart spoken. On the show in the past, from from a player's perspective, he he is not comfortable. He doesn't like the upgrading of of yellow cards to reds. But like I say, this is not the first incident this season. We've seen it across across the league uh, for various teams, and it, it doesn't sit right with everyone. What, what do you think? I'm I'm with Fraser
3: in this. I'm a bit old fashioned, Gordon. Um, I'm sure that the referees need every help they possibly we can. What well, I would be a bit disappointed on. Was a assistant referee mm. in the far side. He must be looking across there. Quite easy to see. But I'm old-fashioned. I just
1: like mm. human error, and that's why we debate it. I know why uh, Sam got confused because uh, the first caller was called John, and mm. I then introduced the second caller as Sam. So there we go. Uh, John and Paisley, you come back in for the final word.
5: Right. Can I just say that uh, I, despite that stupid act in the game? Glenn Kamara must be the steel of the century for £50,000 What an outstanding player that boy is going to be
1: I think we'll agree on, on that one based on, on what I we've think, seen I think he's been a terrific addition
3: to the squad Gordon I thought he was going to be when they brought him in from Dundee for 50000 I thought he's going to be a squad player He's just going to bide his time They'll try and settle him in You've got to say he's been excellent um, Stephen Gerrard just looks at him And thinks right You're in from the start He's a big part of the middle part, And for 50 grand Just now looking at the boys' performances What a piece I, of business I, I was as.
2: actually surprised in January They hurried it through And paid mm-hmm. 50,000 If you remember he signed a pre-contract Same as Jordan Jones Was going to come in the summer And Rangers have so many central midfielders I thought Having seen him at Dundee a few times I thought I'm not sure this guy's going to You know get into the team As you say that But I think the change in system after that defeat at Celtic Park, two-one game, they The change of system with Davis sitting deeper, Jack one side of him, Kamara the other side of him. It, it's absolutely perfect for Glenn Kamara, and the way he performed at the weekend, I mean particularly the way he set up the second go goal for Scott Arthur when he turned away from Scott Brown and just you know fed that ball through. Lovely dummy from Defoe, good finish by Harfield. That shows what Glenn Kamara is capable of And maybe we shouldn't be surprised. He is an international footballer After all And at 23 years of, old, of age He's only going to get better
1: Sam is a Rangers fan in Springburn Hi Sam Hello Sam Hiya How are you Sam What's your take on this John Flanagan um, business then? So It's not so much
6: the actual incident itself It's just the consistency The kind of decisions that are being made mm-hmm. Um after seeing that again, I, I, I would probably agree that it possibly could have been a red card, but even at that, there just has to be consistency. It seems like the compliance officer can see certain things and doesn't see other things. It just really, was really people for Scotland are really asking for Is if there is a decision that's going to be made, just have a bit more consistency with it, because there's, there's just none. Um, I can name occasions when Morelos, particularly against Aberdeen, um, could have easily had an incident brought up. Um, and it could have been uh, a red card after the game, but it turns out that it couldn't have been brought up uh, due to the fact that there was already a card dished out mm. on the day uh, for the actual incident itself. So um, how this is any different from that incident is just... It, it just confounds me at that point. I'm not really sure.
1: I'll tell you exactly how it's different, Sam, and you don't have to agree, by the way. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just telling you how it's different. It all comes down not to whether the compliance officer sees it or not, but whether the referee sees it or not. So again, see at the weekend there, see Kevin Clancy says, do you know what, I, I did, I fully saw the John Flanagan incident in Scott Brown, I saw every last bit of it, and I still think it was a yellow card. Then it, it, it doesn't go any further, it can only go further if the referee didn't see it all.
6: So by beyond there's no doubt, if he thinks there's any doubt that he's missed any part, then that's the point where it can be... Yeah, if, yeah he if he thinks, if back he, back thinks he
1: missed the part, Roger Which would constitute a red card, essentially Sam, you, you sounded to me as if you are itching to say Joseph
2: Samunovic and Jermaine Defoe I, 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 would, I
6: would bring that up, absolutely I would bring it up Yes, fair point. Point. I was, I was like, going
2: to bring it up The, the points that Gordon <laughs> makes there The point Gordon makes about the Flanagan-Brown incident Is correct So, if by extension Does that mean that Kevin Clancy has seen The incident involving Samunovic and Defoe and is quite happy That there was nothing to report
6: So I, I would disagree with him mm-hmm. at that point But um, I would say that that has to be looked into as well Because Regardless of it's a flailing arm if, if your arm is raised And you put it across a player's face You're putting them into danger Regardless of how you do it mm-hmm. If you put your arm across someone like that Then you're putting their, their, their life in danger at that point I wouldn't say their life But I would say you're going to hurt them If you put your arm across there and you can do some serious damage to somebody
1: And here's where the problem for our for the discussion purposes is is we don't know which part of that it falls down mm. at. We don't we don't get access to that information as to whether Kevin and Clancy that, saw that or if he says I didn't see it and it was looked at again and no decision was to be made afterwards.
2: We had John on first, with Sam on making points about this. Rangers had a statement earlier in the season where they used the phrase trial by sportsing. You know and Rangers fans quite often believe That things highlighted on television Mm -hmm. Are subsequently chased up by the compliance officer The the following day And until they sort the point you're discussing And there is more transparency And more clarity And they come out and explain Why they came to certain decisions And and sometimes that's prosecuting people And sometimes it's not prosecuting people But until they come out and explain The thought Mm -hmm. process behind their decisions There is going to be a suspicion among John and Sam and other Rangers fans That there is a degree mm. of trial by sport scene
1: going on Having said that I, I, And I am second guessing here The answer would probably be Oh is that right? Well we tried to let people know That John Beaton did see the incidents In the first game at Ibrox And that didn't go so well afterwards So I think there's, there are clearly reasons for the The the, the lack of transparency As to which part of the process It gets to Would you understand that? I, I completely
2: understand it I don't necessarily agree with it okay. But I, I do completely understand it
1: Gordon made a look at it Time and time again In the office You and I That's mm-hmm. just the type of Exciting guys we are Yeah uh, Simunovic on Defoe What do you think? um I,
3: I, I can't make my mind up With it Gordon Because it's not as clear As I would like to have seen um I did notice on the day uh, When we were watching it In the studio That Defoe I always can go with The players reaction and I watched the four, and he felt really hard done by. I think he has put his arm across him. Where he connects with him, I don't know. Um, but I don't know if Kev, I'm like you. Did the referee see it? Did he think it wasn't enough for to pull him up for it, a booking or whatever it may be? I just I don't I can't make my mind up with it.
2: Other than a linesman screaming, red card, red card, red card. What's the difference between Samunovic versus Defoe this season mm. and Samunovic versus Morelos last season?
3: Yeah, that's a great point. It was both at Ibrooks, weren't it? It was yeah. at Ibrox as well. I, I was actually thinking about that uh, earlier, Gordon, when I seen that incident. Um, I don't think there's a lot of difference in it, Roger, if I'm honest with you. But as I say, we've just watched it and I find it... Put it this way If Kevin
1: Clancy had pulled him up And given him a red card I wouldn't have argued with it 01419511025 Let's see if we can move on To the actual football We're going to hear from James Tavernier Who believes Rangers will be In a proper title race next season And Scott Brown He's confident That the Celtic squad Will be strengthened over the summer So what next for both teams You tell us
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 0141 951 1025. Uh, we are at Clyde SSB on Twitter So let's hear from you What's happening, I'm sure you will agree We're going to hear from both captains actually Looking ahead to next season Or, or looking at the bigger picture For what Sunday's result Or what this season May mean for both sides Let's speak to Stephen Who's a Celtic fan from Parkhead Hi Stephen
7: Hi there uh, First thing I want to have a wee quick dig at Gordon okay. Gordon yes, so You know Broke my heart in
3: 1996
7: at <laughs> way through you 94 uh, Stephen I've seen you Feeding penalties You broke my heart that day But anyway i
3: can all apologise you know, Stephen
7: That's ok I let you off know, It's a long time ago now uh, first I was going to say Stephen Gerrard I think he has done a very good job this year for Rangers I'm um, being honest I think he's done a good job he's got quite a good team together mm-hmm. what I'm not happy about is the Neil Lennon situation I think um, we should be looking for the field like we did the last time with Brendan Rogers getting a big name in uh, and then when I heard during the week I was listening to his, uh, Gary Hooper getting mentioned looking back the way this is not, that's not the way to bring in a former manager, bring in former strikers. That's not the way forward, I don't think it is. Um, I know Rafa Benitez, guys like this have been called forward, but um, and I, nobody can ever, no Celtic supporter can ever go at Bendy Rogers. Rodgers. The only thing, I, I, if I could nitpick him, I would say, when it came to European games, no matter what game he attacked, I just felt he didn't have, you know, the defensive core so... It, an Alex Ferguson or
1: Mourinho's got Stephen, can I just ask you Did you always have this opinion Of of Neil Lennon's credentials for the job Or were they changed by the result on Sunday at all?
7: No, Sunday meant nothing to me I'm just interested in the treble, treble
1: right. oh,
7: uh, I like yeah. to win on Sunday But, you know Hearts is more important mm.
3: I actually said on the programme when we were discussing Gary Hooper maybe coming back to Celtic I didn't think it would excite the fans, Gordon I don't think that's the kind of signings that they're looking to, to you know, to get them excited with I've just got a funny feeling, I could be wrong Neil Lennon's a terrific lad He's a very good manager, very good coach I like his style of football when he was at Hibs as well But I just think that we're looking now and everything's based on the Hearts game Cup final Now you can't judge A manager Whether he's got to get a job On that one game He's come in And people are saying Well he's got the treble Well he had the league cup In the bag He had 8 points in a start When he took over For Brendan Rodgers It's now down to 6 Now I, I don't care if he wins The treble treble against Hearts I think Celtic will win the cup final But I thought That they would have made The decision by now And I think they've got to be fair In Neil Lennon if they're going to give them the job Give them it Because it's a big clear out There's a lot of You know Work to be done at that club uh, The head of recruitment needs brought in The players need identified Who's leaving Who's coming in What positions So I think if you've got to be fair in Neil Lennon Give them. You know Why are they not giving them a hmm. job? Are we
1: waiting for a cup final? Roger the back page of your newspaper this morning Says that Carlos Carvajal Wants to be the next Celtic boss The former Sheffield Wednesday And Swansea manager Another name we'll just throw into the mix Yeah
2: and it's interesting A lot of managers nowadays um, I think you probably need to have an ego To be
1: a football manager
2: And a lot of them Their egos prevent them from Applying for jobs They think you know If a club wants me the Club will come and get me Um, My understanding is Carlos Calvajal is not among that uh, Band of managers He's quite happy To make his um, Make his desire for a job clear I think his representatives have made that As clear to the Celtic board And he said Listen here's, here's what I can do Here's my record Done well in Europe I've done it with Braga I've done it with Sporting Lisbon Besiktas. um I took Sheffield Wednesday to Wembley I did well Decent results with Swansea In the English Premier League We beat Liverpool We beat Arsenal Here I am I want to be your manager Now Whether or not that's of any use Whether Carlos Calvial Will ever get a Celtic job I don't, certainly don't think he's favourite for it it will be down the list of favourites But He's a guy who said I quite fancy it I think I can do something For
1: Celtic Give us a shot please Final word to you Stephen Yep Thank you very much For my co-
7: Take my oh. call watch, And I hope you have a good
1: night Alright oh, Thank, Thank you very Stephen. much you Stephen in Parkhead 0141 951 1025 uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's hear from Scott Brown He's confident the squad Will be strengthened Over the summer Questions have of course Been asked by some fans After the defeat At Rangers on Sunday but Brown insists There's no need to be worried
4: Yeah, we've got a lot of players leaving out of contract as well, so uh, we'll need to see who's in charge and see what he's going to do. Whatever manager comes in, I'm I'm sure he'll be in quality and I'm sure they've been watching the games the last uh, five, six games, no matter whether it's Lenny or somebody else. And I'm sure if the gaffer's in charge next season, he's already got his players that he's looking at or whoever else is going to be in charge. Uh, you look at the season that we've had it's been fantastic and the season's not based on one fixture one game it's based on what all season how well we've played and uh, we've dominated the SPL for the last eight years and we need to make sure that we continue to do that uh, in the cup final
1: and next season as well So Scott Brown confident the squad will be strengthened over the summer Gordon Marion's fed the pre-contract signing from Ukraine is, is here he's in the country he's, he's joining up with Celtic so I mean that is underway
3: yeah, and more players will come in the summer, Gordon. Um, there will be, you know, a change, a, a turnaround, because there's one or two players, obviously, and there's one or two positions, especially at the centre-back positions. Benkovic can back to Leicester, but there's talk of him maybe coming back up to Celtic for next season. I think that'd be a terrific bit of business. Uh, Will they go and look for a right-back? Lustig, for instance. I think they need a centre-forward to give back up to Edward and Griffiths. Um but I do I wouldn't get too carried away in the fact that you know Celtic were really poor in Sunday and Rangers played very, very well. But there's the summer's got to be massive for both clubs. You're looking at a Celtic team that's getting criticised left, right and centre, and they're still going for a treble. So as much as yeah it hasn't been great flowing football of late um, you know The results are there They're still uh, They've won the league And they're in the Scottish Cup final So All teams Have a turnaround And uh, i will be interested To see who is the best In the transfer market In the summer Because mm-hmm. Rangers are doing A lot of business just now And I think they're doing A lot of good business and I don't think there's any
2: panic Among the Celtic mm-hmm. supporters There's been a lot of Frustration Disappointment Annoyance Since the weekend defeat But you know that was a weekend defeat Without Tierney Without Forrest Without christie Three guys who would be Nailed on First choices The No Feds coming in Bayo when he's fit Will be like a new signing Griffiths when he returns Will be like a new signing As you said Maybe Benkovic will go back What about Arzani What about Kowasi They were guys who did Those horrible cruciate injuries In the same night at Den's Park They'll both be back So yes There's going to be an enormous turnaround in, in personnel They do need centre-halves Right backs As you said They need a striker I think the Celtic fans though Are more concerned
1: About getting in a manager At the minute Paul's and Bishop Briggs What's on your mind Paul?
6: Hello I'd just like to say Good afternoon to the board first
1: Hi Paul Hi, Hi
3: Paul
6: Hiya. um I was just like to say Do you think it's the most important uh, Board
1: summer uh, For Celtic in the past decade? Uh, the, the most important Summer in terms of Transfers and so on yeah? Yes, in terms of
6: transfers And because have got transfers and managerial
1: appointments of to course. make <laughs> Well there we are that, Quite well, simply, well, is it the biggest summer for Celtic it, in the last decade?
2: It, it's a good question Paul I extend that We had a piece in the newspaper, The Scottish Sun today With Mark Reaper Who came in in the summer of 97 After Rangers had won nine in a row And that was a summer of remarkable change at Celtic Vim Jansen and Murdoch McLeod came in The squad was decimated um, They brought in I can't even remember how many players they brought in Headlined by one Henrik Larsson And the squad gelled together And denied Rangers Ten in a row that season Um, I can't remember a summer since then Where there is going to be so much upheaval The manager ahead of recruitment Um, I think there's ten players going out the door Either going back to their parent clubs after loans Or leaving when their contracts Mm. expire And that's before we even look at any other players Who might be sold on So it is an enormous summer for the board As Paul says
1: Yeah because Gordon A lot of Celtic fans When when they hear comments like like that from Roger Get get a bit upset or offended And say hold on You know we, we could be treble treble winners And you know acting like we're in crisis But both can be true at the same time You can be the best team in the country But still be at a point Where you really need to be careful about how you refresh things that those two can coexist? Yeah, you can go and have a real bad
3: transfer market, Gordon. Doesn't mean that we all know that Celtic have got money and um, they can go out and spend it, but it doesn't mean that's got to bring you success. I think the board you're looking at the most important decision this board has got for the Celtic fans, in my opinion, as a manager, it's got to be the right decision. That's where it starts and that's where they've got to get it nailed on because they're going for nine in a row next
1: season. Is that man Neil Lennon for you, Paul?
8: Uh, I, don't, I think
6: Neil Lennon deserves respect from the uh, from the fans, but I, I would say looking forward to 10 in a row, it's concerned so much um, importance for the club, I would probably say that another manager would probably best to take the club forward to that. But, um, I, again, I think a lot of opinions for the Celtic fans have changed since um, the game at Ibrox.
1: Uh, let's hear a bit from... James Tavernier, thanks to Paul and Bishop Briggs, he believes they will be in a proper title race next season. Beat Celtic 2-0 of course on Sunday in case somehow you hadn't heard. Uh, Tavernier says that shows how far they've come.
9: I think we're we're definitely there. Um, you know, we've gone toe to toe with Celtic, you know. They obviously deserve to win the league. Um, you know, that's probably down to us with our lack of consistency. Um but, you know, we feel that we've got the team and and it's only the manager's gonna strengthen it in the summer so we we're, we're looking in a good position the gap was too big for us you know we it was our, only our fault that we the gap was what it was um so obviously there's a lot of frustration in that but i think we can take a lot of positive towards the end of the season because the gaffer has said to us to finish off the season strong and you know we we've shown that we can do that but you know you just got to mm-hmm. keep on keep on building and not take any
1: step backwards Craig is a Rangers fan on Twitter He says Rangers must keep Tavern near his goals And assists record are better than most SPFL strikers We need a number 10 who can create wins out of nothing Another centre back And a proven striker And then it will be 55 Scott is a Rangers fan in your Scott are you already looking forward to next season? So excited I can't even
10: explain um, Just what I've seen in the last Do you know what? even the last 6 games All season I think we've been really unlucky. Um, even looking at the other half of the city, Celtic. You can say what you want about the way they play and how they play in the last minute. They've scored so many late winners. It's unbelievable. Um, the amount of goals we've conceded late on as well. Um, lost, like, everybody says... Celtic win the league We lost the league in Hmm. December As far as I'm concerned
1: Are these The scoring of late goals The conceding of late goals Scott Are are these not things that that Separate champions from other sides As opposed to things that can be written off As being down to luck
10: Oh you're right You're right Um, I totally agree with you there However There is an element of luck Hmm. There's always Hmm. an element of luck Um, You can't I mean Since Neil Lennon came in There's Against Kilmarnock, Aberdeen basically didn't even turn up. Um, it's just—it's just been. I'm talking from a Rangers perspective. Obviously, I've got to be optimistic here. Mm-hmm. However, I'm so excited for next season. I don't even think we need to sign. If we sign Ryan Kent, this season on a permanent deal, or even just getting for another loan deal, <laughs> I think the lead's in the bag.
3: Well. Scott I know that Rangers fans are excited especially after Sunday's performance and turning over Celtic. Uh, I'll disagree with you. I don't think Celtic won the league by luck. I think they won it because they were a better side um, Some of their performances have been absolutely brilliant. Um, you know and Rangers look back to uh, late winners it's all about you know grinding out results when you're not playing well. Uh, it's a snow no fluke that they've already got the league cup in a bag. The, they're in the Scottish Cup final Going for an hour treble So I think it's very um, harsh to say that Well this is a, a lucky team It's not They're a good team They're the best team in the country And it's up to Rangers To go now Next season Get into the transfer market Get the quality
1: that they want in And put a challenge in. Uh, Scott We're running out of time a little bit And I know you wanted to talk about John Flanagan So if you can squeeze that in And make it quick Can point.
10: I just say, just say before that right, I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. I'm, not, I, I'm not saying that's the one week through Fluke or whatever Hat off to them, they've won the cable treble, treble it's gonna happen. We know it's gonna happen. However, we've we've got a new manager in at the start of the season. He's rotated the squad far too much for my liking. But now we've got a squad where I don't believe that we need to bring anybody else in to win the league next season.
3: I think you need a centre half massively.
1: Really? You massively Oh, without a shadow
3: You will not win the
1: league Even just from a number even, even yeah. Because we can argue all day we want yeah. About who's good and who's not Even just as a numbers game, Scott Because yeah. Joe Worrell's going to go, isn't he?
10: Well, that's true That's true However, I'm, I'm talking about our two our, our mm-hmm. First 11 right now That that team is mm. A team that will, will Win the league I'm telling you right now
1: However, let's go to the Flanagan uh, Right, very quick, John We're properly late On you go Right, so
10: We've spoken about that I've heard you speaking about it You're talking about Obviously, a yellow card getting upgraded to a red card, right? And then you're talking about it's because the referee didn't see the full incident,
4: mm-hmm.
10: right? If the referee didn't see the incident, how can he give a yellow card for something that he didn't see? Because I've already heard, I don't, I don't know what one is it was that said it, but one you said he would need to have x-ray vision to see him hitting in the chin. So he would have needed to have x-ray vision to see him hitting in the chest. Mm. He would, he would able to see anything through Scott Brown. So how can he give a yellow card?
1: Yeah listen Roger And I completely get I do com- completely get that But you can, At the same time And we're getting really Pedantic You can only give what You think you see Can't yeah. you You know Kevin Clancy can't stand there And say Well you know I think I saw that But you know Maybe I didn't He sees John Flanagan Hit I, Scott I, I, Brown I, I, And he goes I, I, In that disi- in that instant He thinks It's in the chest And it's a yellow and, card And, and when he sees it back
2: That's mentioned The far side linesman? For all we know It could be the far side linesman's error Maybe he has Said to Kevin Clancy Oh by the way Flanagan's correct Because they are in constant in communication in chest, We there. don't That's hear That's a booking So again Takes us back to the We need transparency We need clarity We need to be told Why this decision process Was the way it was
1: Thanks Scott and Wisha Just down the road from Wisha Actually your hometown Gordon And your second favourite hobby Apart from being here in Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard mm-hmm.
3: Is Badminton Cycling,
1: cycling. Oh. He loves his Lycra It's a horrible (laughs) sight, as you can imagine. But I'm surprised you're here because the 2019 Oval Energy Tour Series back with Clyde One racing round the streets of Motherwell right now. Yeah, you're going to be racing back yourself to try. I'm going to try and catch a bit of it. Excited. Yeah, it's a good event. Our reporter Andrew McLean uh, is there right now. Thank you very much, Gordon, well we're lapping up the sun here in Motherwell at the Ovo Energy Cycling Tour Series. A host of activities going on and plenty of racing action to watch as well as the men's race is about to start. Delighted to say I'm joined by Mike Bennett, the race director from
9: Sweet Spot. It's been a great day so far and plenty of action still to come. Absolutely wonderful and all credit to Yvonne and her team at Motherwell and North Lanarkshire Council. They've done a fantastic job, as they've done with, this is our fifth year here, And we've got another year to go, so we'll be back here next year. But when the sun's out, Motherwell is the place to be because it absolutely looks fantastic there. We've turned this street into an elite-level professional cycle race circuit, all thanks to the council. A fantastic day here in Motherwell
1: to make sure you get yourself down here for plenty of action yet to come. Yeah, there's still time, if you're quick, to see lots of free activities down at the 2019 Oval Energy Tour Series. But we're back to the football next.
0: (laughs) Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to thompsons.com
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We're on the phones And we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB James McCluskey says Neil Lennon cannot get the job The team's not been the same since he took over Last five Goalless draw with Livy Poor against Hibbs and Kelly Should have been two down at Aberdeen Terrible against Rangers Good job Celtic had a big lead Needs to change What else have we got coming in Uh, It's always been the Rangers Says can you tell me what the difference is Between Flanagan incident being yellow And Backman on Kamarama Which was red but reduced to yellow Um, Probably you can't Roger Because that was one that we all Were surprised at When Daniel Backman won his appeal weren't we
2: Yeah we were But listen Gordon I always say to you Mm -hmm. Never try and (laughs) prejudge an SFA appeal
1: I like this Because when you get into that Anything can happen I like this tweet from Gordon And it just makes me think It might be Gordon DL Because it just simply says Am I tweeting or twittering right now Don't know how to work this go. <laughs> <It> <laughs> You do I, know how to yeah. work it So if you've got a football point Get it into us Rob is a Rangers fan From Kilmarnock Hi Rob
11: Hi Gordon Hi Pana How you doing? Good job. Yeah good Rob I phoned in I was your first caller last year When Stephen Gerrard was appointed That was was um, Hugh and Derry That was on and I said I would give my assessment at the end of 12 months you know, after the kind of first season. Now, I've been hearing the last couple of weeks and days that you know, Rangers aren't any further forward in terms of the trophies, etc. But see, from a fan's perspective that sat in the terraces when we were down the leagues, we've come on leaps and bounds in the last 12 months. You know, from a fan that was leaking goals to Celtic left, right and centre to having two really positive uh, results at Ibrox and unlucky um, last game, maybe we beat 2-1 at Parkhead. But a strong second, whereas before we were struggling. So, from a fan's perspective, that sat in the terraces and watched the team struggle, I can now see and you know a bit of pride back in uh, the team, a bit of proudness, going back to support the team that we knew in the nineties and the early two uh, thousands. Yes, we didn't win a trophy. You know, Celtic are still you know leaps and bounds in front of that aspect this season. However, another four or five games in the league, I think we could have possibly pipped Celtic given our recent rumour form to that league now that'd be nice in the cake but we've had a great European run we're getting results Ibrox is becoming a fortress again we've not we've conceded one goal I believe in the last five games Celtic has came twice to Ibrooks, failed to score last season they were, we were leaking goals left right in the centre so I understand what Hugh Keane is saying I'm not in for the trophy count I'm in to see what the longevity is now this time next season I would expect us to be challenging for the league and having a trophy. But from a fan's point of view, I think we've come on leaps and bounds in 12 months under Stephen Gerrard. Rob,
3: just a, a quick question. I totally understand what you're saying. If there comes to this time next year and you're still progressing, but there's no trophies, are you still going to be happy?
11: Yeah, because Celtic can bankroll 20, 30 million if they wanted. If they really wanted to go and spend that type of money to keep their... Dream of turning a row Going then yeah They can bankroll it I don't mm-hmm. see it happening Because the blob Can be at times Fickle with money It's about Sitting We were playing the Peter Fitno Four or five years ago We're back in Competing in Europe We're competing against Celtic You know That atmosphere at the, at the weekend there Was synonymous I have never known it And I thought the 29th of December Was amazing That was up there for me And I've been at iBooks For the last year And I am Blown away by that atmosphere The team are playing as a team Will we get a trophy next season I bet we get a cup, if not a double, that, and, I, and I genuinely mean that. I think but they need. They I think
3: to they play. need one. Um, yeah. You know, if you look at, I think their advantage this season will be for the Rangers manager is when he came in the door, he had to bring in 50, fifteen, sixteen players. Now that's a massive turnaround, and you know, and try and get the players to gel. Does you, that
1: does that make the relative success of this season more
3: impressive then? I think, in, I think in January um, You know He's been helped You've got to say The board have been absolutely brilliant with him They've backed him He's brought all these players in Now what he'll be doing Instead of numbers He'll be looking for that Just that little bit More quality And he doesn't need to Go out there And bring in another 10 players He's already went in The transfer market He's doing some good business Bringing in some Decent players and in the summer mm. He'll just probably go and try And get the final pieces of the jigsaw so, Which I think will help Rangers Especially at the start of the season Rob,
1: uh, Roger, people outside uh, Fans of opposition teams Maybe some people in the media Can can can, can say what, what they like about Rangers progression But there is absolutely no doubt Take a look at social media Listen to the phones Look at the fans I, There is no doubt there is, a, there is a feel-good factor Amongst the Rangers fans at the moment
2: Yeah, there definitely is And you would find that surprising As I said Celtic have won the last eight domestic trophies In all likelihood they'll win a ninth A week Saturday against Harts in the Cup final So you would think that would be a, a time of pessimism For Rangers fans But with their own eyes They're seeing improvement in the team They've seen the team come to within six points of Celtic You know they're not losing the fives and the fours That they were They've beaten Celtic twice with clean sheets at Ibrox And there is belief there Among the Rangers fans Season tickets will fly out the door Regardless of what Dave King says in his next address The fans see improvement with their eyes To start the next season The Betfred Cup Which was always seen as that little wee diddy one That might get you a treble if you're lucky later on in the season Betfred Cup has never been so important for Rangers Because if Rangers could start next season And finally win a big trophy for the first time in eight years Then that would be vital to them going forward Because that's the next step Getting their hands in a bit of meaningful silverware Is the next step
1: Rob there's actually been A fair bit of business done Already in terms of Pre-contracts and so on How would you assess Those acquisitions Are they guys that will improve The starting 11 straight away Or are they guys who will Boost just You know the kind Overall squad quality
11: I think it's a bit of both Um, I think if you go down The years of going by Bringing the the, kind of Neither of the uh, retirement players haven't worked. Um, I think we need to invest in the youth, bring the youth in, let them play, give them the ability, to the tools they need to grow and assess. So, Hasty coming in and, and Jordan Jones, it's good young players that will be given the pedigree to compete. We've seen it with Come On, we've seen it with Mother. they can compete against Celtic. So, the obvious bit for us is, where do they slot in? Can you still get Murphy to come back? Dorans, we don't know what's going to with the French players. Doherty to come back off. So, we could be over flooded with midfielders but if we're really calculated and, and I believe in Steven Gerrard he's, he's got the big plan he knows what the plan is going to be over the next two, three, four years I trust him the fans get behind him get the atmosphere on a Saturday if we can produce well on that Sunday if we can produce that week in and week out at Ibrox that'll become a fortress It'll be a very intimidating place to come like it was years have gone by that's what I'm looking for and you know if you don't trust the manager, what's the point
1: Alright, thank you very much Rob, a Rangers fan from Comarnock John is on Twitter, he's a Celtic fan He says Dembele leaves Boyata refuses to play Rodgers abandon ship Griffiths has problems, injuries Lennon comes in and the deaths of two legends And still won by a canter So John is feeling fairly relaxed about things I think it's time for this
0: Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday
1: Now in the second hour of tonight's show We're giving away that great men's 10k package again Like we did last night So if you're a keen runner Or you want to give it to someone as a gift Stay tuned for that And where are you St Mirren fans? Just how big was last night? Is that the result Which keeps you in the division? It's going to be quite the weekend Aki's fans as well Let's hear from you after Beat the Pundit It will be you Up against Gordon DL or Roger Hanna Trying to win yourself a signed ball Give us a call right now to take part. 0141 951 1025. Be quick because you only have until the news at 7.
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here. Very strongly worded statement from Rangers on the decision to retrospectively punish John Flanagan. Well, not so much that, more on the failure. To punish Yozo Simunovic The statement actually names him Questions why he hasn't been done um, And Rangers aren't happy at all So we'll bring you up to speed on that And remember We want to hear from you St Mirren and Hamilton fans Because that game was Absolutely massive Roger Hannah was there Where you tell us what you thought of it 01419511025 This first
0: Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday
1: Roger minus one Hannah or Gordon Dl, both ready to play. One of them is up against David McGill, who's a Motherwell fan from East Kilbride. How are you tonight, David? No, I know that. Now, the thing is, guys, we're actually in the presence of a trivia great here because David is a previous winner of the five grand fan. So he's been chomping at the bit for a go at Roger Hanna for a long time I think <laughs> And especially now that Roger Hanna's on minus one This could be interesting But the coin may go the other way It may be Gordon DL So let's find out Heads it's Roger And tails it's Gordon <laughs> And it's heads it's Roger Oh, good Up luck, against David David. Uh, David are you able to tell us what you spent the five grand on? didn't um, you spent it was a life oh, that's not, that's, that's, <laughs> That sounds just about right Gordon DL You'll you'll have you'll have heard that a few times. I've spent a few
3: five grand in wife's
1: yeah. I Right, David. Roger is now on minus one. So
3: c- c- can I just planify?
2: If David beats me when we start next season, can I go back to zero?
1: Absolutely not. No chance whatsoever. I'm gonna give you some Clyde Two in your ear, Roger, and that way you don't know what David or myself are saying. David, thirty seconds, head to head. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Okay. In what year did Barry Ferguson return to Rangers after his spell at Blackburn? 2007 Thomas Cherney has signed the contract extension at which Scottish club? Aberdeen What is the current aggregate score between Cove Rangers and Berwick Rangers? 4-0 Which English team did Alan Thompson join after leaving Celtic in 2007? Birmingham Who did Rangers play on the opening weekend of the Premiership season in Scotland? Aberdeen How many points separate St Mirren and Hamilton in the Premiership? One Gary Bolan is the current manager of which Scottish club? Four, four Okay, let's bring Roger Hanna back Roger, can you hear us? One
2: of Daz's favourites here A Crocodile Rock and Clyde too
1: You happy with that, Daz? Yeah, brilliant Yeah, I thought you would be uh, Right, Roger, you start on minus one Are you okay. ready? Yeah Same set of questions to you If I can find the clock Here we go, let's do it In what year did Barry Ferguson return to Rangers After his spell at Blackburn? 2005 Thomas Cherney has signed a contract extension at which Scottish club? What is the current aggregate score between Cove Rangers and Berwick Rangers? 4-0 Cove. Which English team did Alan Thompson join after leaving Celtic in 2007? Bolton. Who did Rangers play on the opening weekend of the Scottish Premiership season? Aberdeen. How many points separate St. Mirren and Hamilton One. in the Premiership? Gary Bolan is the current manager of which County Scottish Dief. club? OK. Tell you what, that was too trivia heavyweight, Gordon Deal. Did you hear the standard there?
3: No, I heard Rogers, but I've not. It, or
1: did you still have your earphones on? He oh, was bounding about Elton John. David was decent. I'm telling no, you, was. Sure, good good. a good Yeah, he does. Right, David, what do you think? Feeling confident? Mm, I
2: think the first question and Alan oh, Thompson question is one of the the ones that's going to
1: split. I think. Uh, I think I might have got it wrong. I think. He, I don't know. Let's find out Roger starts on minus one So somebody will help me Count this up right uh, In what year did Barry Ferguson return to Rangers After the spell at Blackburn It was 2005 Roger got it David didn't So we're back level It's nil-nil Thomas Cherney Has signed the contract extension At which Scottish club Aberdeen You both got it mm-hmm. one all. What's the current Aggregate score Between Cove and Berwick It's 4-0 You both got it oh, 2 all. Okay. Which English team Did Alan Thompson join After leaving Celtic In 2007 It was Leeds
2: Oh, I'd never have got
1: that uh, Neither did David So it's still 2 all. Uh Who did Rangers play In the opening weekend Of the league season? Aberdeen You both got it Bruce 3 Anderson all. Girl. How many mm. points Separates St Mirren And Hamilton In the Premiership It's 1 You both got it Oh, this two is good 4 all. Which means it all Comes down to the last question Gary Bolan Is the current manager Of which Scottish club? Roger said Cowdenbeath David said Forfer and the answer oh, no, Is Rogers, Cowden don't, don't. Beef David he's done you with the last minute <laughs> winner Hard lines uh, I'll be back <laughs> You'll be <laughs> back Jim Weir's the manager of fourth? Roger even you would concede That was a very good effort That's as close as you've been pushed all season That was terrific
2: That was really really
1: good Well done David Niscobride 5 grand fan winner in the past Pushed Roger Hanna close But the Hanna man Honestly oh, Every he produces, time he produces. he produces Minus 2 Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to look at it over the summer, I think Uh, You still
2: owe me a pound, don't you? For what? For our bill on Saturday night Because I'm bound to be minus
1: one off that bill I have no idea what you're on
2: about, sorry (laughs) Uh, Right, OK
1: St Mirren fans, Hamilton fans Come on, let's hear from you Get the calls in Is that the result which sways it in your team's favour Or against your team from last night? St Mirren winning on the night Uh, We've got a strong statement from Rangers So I'll read that to you And I'm sure we can react to it um, as the show progresses Now we started by talking about John Flanagan He has been cited by the Scottish FA for the elbow on Scott Brown Rangers aren't happy A club spokesperson has said once again There seems intent to change the decision of a referee in a match involving Rangers. There seems to be a steady erosion of respect for Scotland's referees and authority they are meant to enjoy under Rule 5 of the laws of the game. The decisions of referees regarding facts connected with play are meant to be final, but referees are now routinely invited to change their decisions after a game is finished. Here's the the bit where it gets meaty, if you like, Roger. It's particularly shocking that another Rangers player has been singled out for retrospective action and issued with a notice of complaint, while Jozo Suminovic, the Celtic player, who used an elbow to fell Jermaine Defoe, has escaped any kind of censure. Why did one incident escape punishment While the other is now deemed worthy of a red card We cannot understand how these two incidents can be studied Yet only one be considered worthy of punishment It seems as if Rangers players are being held To a different code of conduct from players at other clubs We shall vigorously defend Mr Flanagan And have also asked for full transparency On what matters are brought forward for retrospective action Are those decisions being made even-handedly?
2: And with that Tomorrow's newspapers are full And the agenda is set for the next 52 minutes and for the next few days, super scoreboards. Um, From my newspaper point of view, you cannot whack a club statement complaining about disciplinary decisions. And where this one differs Gordon from previous disciplinary statements is Rangers are actively naming an opposition player and imploring the authorities to punish the opposition player. This takes it a step further from earlier in the season when Rangers complained about the Wally Collum-Daniel Kindias incident at St Mirren where they were complaining that Wally Collum had ill-treated Daniel Kindias and they didn't want Wally Collum in charge of any more Rangers games. You'll note Wally Collum's got the Rangers game at Kilmarnock on Sunday. That's another situation altogether. But now, rather than just complaining that John Flanagan has been harshly treated by the SFA, they are naming
3: an opposition player and calling for him to be punished too. Yeah, I think I said earlier, Gordon, I prefer the game to be refereed. If a referee makes a mistake, then that's fine. It's all human error. Um, If he's not seen the incident that he thinks is a red card, then you've just got to go on with it. It's a talking points, debating...
1: How how, how do you do that though then Because let's Let's just take it a step further Just to to clear up your argument here Imagine Kevin Clancy Is looking in the completely Opposite direction right Imagine he's looking At one of the goals And behind him A player punches another player Are you suggesting then That cannot be dealt with Retrospectively
3: I just think Refereeing a game After a game uh, Is Leaves you open for everything So that is what you're suggesting Yeah I can understand What you're saying Yeah I, I think on the day If the referee gets decisions right Fair enough If he gets them wrong then I don't see him mm. back, because I, I totally understand what Rangers are, where Rangers are coming from. The One, I can't understand, is they're saying they've got to defend their player, which they quite rightly do, but he should have been red-carded, in my opinion. Uh, we don't know what Kevin Clancy's mm. seen with the other incident, so it just opens a big can of worms. I'm just for... Play the game, let the referee mm. and the officials go on with it And if uh, they miss something then Roger, uh, in
1: fairness, in an attempt to trip Gordon Deal up I've not used the best example Because so, this one is perhaps more about the upgrading Rather than, yeah. I think most people Maybe I'm wrong But some people agree that completely unseen incidents Are fine to be dealt with retrospectively
2: Yeah, but l- let's never mind the Minutiae of the SFA's articles of association With regard to disciplinary Let's just cut to the chase Rangers say Flanagan's been ill-treated And Samunovic has got off with one And Celtic will be absolutely furious Neil Lennon, a detailender last week prior to this game Said he didn't think Celtic should be And I'm quoting him, Neil Lennon here tarred with the same brush as Rangers over discipline If you remember both sides were fined £7,500 for the fracas at the end mm. of the previous Old Firm game Neil Lennon feels Celt- Rangers discipline of the record Is far worse than Celtic's disciplinary record Neil Lennon will now be furious And I believe the Celtic hierarchy Will be furious as well That Rangers have named One of their players Josef Semyonovic In a statement Basically implying He should have been done
1: There are two parts to this obviously Because Interestingly enough Most of the Rangers fans That, that called us up earlier on mm. or, or, or sent us tweets Actually kicked off by saying Do you know what I agree that Flanagan's probably was a red card I have no problem with that Their problem was The inconsistency if you like The Jozo Sminovic But but the statement doesn't Really make that distinction Roger The the statement says that We shall vigorously defend Mr Flanagan So Can we take it from that That Rangers do not think That was a sending off offence
2: Well, you'd have to take it from that And I would imagine John Flanagan and the legal team Will be climbing the steps of Hamden this Thursday For their hearing It's part of the SFA What they call the Fast Track Disciplinary System They have this in place so that Any hearings, appeals can be heard Prior to the next game um, Where that's possible This week it is possible John Flanagan's case will be heard on Thursday If he loses He'll be out of the Kilmarnock game He'll be out of the first game of next season If it's deemed a frivolous appeal He'll be out of the second game of next season Rangers already without Alan McGregor For the first game of next season So they will want to free John Flanagan To play Mm. in a big game at Kilmarnock at the weekend
1: What do you make of that side of it then Gordon? Rangers presumably again Someone can correct me if I'm wrong Just going by the words of the statement they, They don't actually think Flanagan's was a red card in isolation Forget yeah, I, the
3: Simonovic I book. agree with you I think that that's what they do think um, How they've come to that Gordon I don't understand Because it's all about opinions I think that we, When we were sitting here watching it And we were very lucky Because we get the replays And you can look at it from different angles I don't know how they can defend them And say it's not a red but, card Because to me it is but, a red but card But do you not
2: think They're just taking a chance Because you, you mentioned Daniel Bachman. He won an appeal that none of his thought for Yeah it. everyone Second disagreed with one that one didn't yeah. The one I always go back to and I've mentioned it in the show before years ago Gary O'Connor at Hibs was one of the first players <laughs> ever done with diving And Billy Brown was a Hibs assistant manager And Billy Brown came onto the radio after, right, yeah. after the game and said I'm really sorry that was a terrible dive We'll discipline him You can't have that in football anymore It's a ridiculous dive I don't know why he thought he'd get away with it You know he's brought shame upon himself in the club And the club appealed it the next day and won the appeal Despite the fact that their own assistant yeah. manager Has said he died So anything's possible with SFA appeals And that's maybe why Rangers have appealed The Flanagan thing Do you think
3: they're trying to put a bit of pressure on Roger?
2: I think they're trying to put a huge
1: amount of pressure, pressure on him yeah. Yeah. Tommy's a Rangers fan What do you think of it Tommy?
3: Uh,
12: well, first of all It's nice to see somebody at Rangers With a bit of backbone Standing up and saying enough's enough We have had trial by sports scene all season mm. I think Roger might correct me here I think we're now on 58, 59 players cited
1: to the, the Celtic compliance officer, and not just, one just of them be a, wee been bit, a Celtic a, a player banned. Careful, Rod uh, Tommy. I, I, just certain things that you, if you can't back them up, it's a bit difficult for us. So, just well, I know what you're
12: saying. How many Celtic players have been? How many Celtic players have been cited and
1: banned? Not as many as Rangers players. That's what you're looking for, isn't it? Nowhere <laughs> near as many. Oh, tell me, come on, Do- come on, does There's none. None, okay. When? Since in this season? Yeah, I think you're right. right. I think there's none this season. So
12: the club, yeah, correct. So the club are now standing up and saying, enough's enough. Right? Flanagan was stupid. He's held me an elbow. He actually caught him on the lower end just under his chin. Didn't hit him in the face. I've watched it 20 times. Same amount of times I've watched Simonovic, who runs past uh, Jamain fall, slams him right in the face, puts him down. Not even mentioned by anybody. It's been trial by television again for Flanagan.
1: Couple of things, we, we did mention it, just just so that, that we're being clear um, So, to clear up what your, your take on it, Tommy, you don't think Flanagan's was a red card in the first place, no?
12: Yes, yeah, a red card
1: Oh, you do think it was a yeah. red card?
12: Yes, yeah, a red card Bec- Because he's, he's lifted his hands oh, right. He never caught him in the face because if you look at back at the TV pictures 30 seconds later, a minute later, Scott Brown's on his feet talking to him and laughing There's no mark on his face, Gordon right? oh. He did catch him, he's lifted his hand mm. Scott Brown's went doing like a sack of tatties but it's ascending half But if it's ascending half Rangers are now saying so is Saminovich.
1: Right, got you, Roger. So, so Tommy actually thinks it was a red card for. Well, I agree with Tommy. I think it was
2: a red card. Um, what surprises me is not so much that Rangers are contesting it because I just say with these SFA appeals, anything can happen and. The Rangers maybe feel they've got they've got a chance Because of that to free Flanagan for the weekend What surprises me, what's unusual about this is you very, very seldom When clubs put out these statements And they just aren't alone Celtic have put statements out I'm sure Motherwell have put statements out Hearts have put statements out They tend to be around defending their own players Rather than pinpointing alleged offences by other players um, I think Celtic will be furious at this I think this will Rumble on to the end of the season And beyond Because Celtic will feel the need To defend their player To defend the reputation Of Joseph Samunovic And Not to allow Rangers To have the final word On this matter And Flanagan's appeal on Thursday mm. Will be fascinating Because Can you imagine If you If He wins the appeal
1: I mean Gordon you new- Kind of agree. I think. Did you say you thought Suminovic should have been a red, or are you still saying you, you just don't think that the footage is clear enough and you're not sure?
3: I'm, I'm going to sit on the fence, Gordon. I can understand why Rangers have, have, have put that out because they're trying to defend their players. Obviously, um, I didn't see enough of it to say it was a red card, but I, I'd be interested to see what the referee seen. Mm. You know, and, I, and you know, I always go with a reaction as well. As Defoe, I think Defoe clearly. Thinks there was You know Contact enough For him to be carded. Is, is there
2: much of a difference Between that one And the one Morelos was sent off for At Celtic Park When he went past Brown It, mm. it was far slower It looked it's, You know when, when, when it's not as fast The two players aren't sprinting mm. It's more It's easier to detect You know People Everybody sees Morelos Smashing Brown mm. in the face And he gets a red card was there much of a difference other than the two protagonists this time? I, I, running I, I, are together?
3: you trying to say it was right a Is That your opinion on it? Because I, 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 I honestly, you know, I can't make it clear enough to make a, a decision I, on it. It's one of them you've seen them given. You've
2: yeah. seen them given. Yeah, that's in what so I say Samunovich being sent off mm, in the past mm-hmm. for Morelos, Morelos being sent off in the past for Brown. You have seen mm. them given. Clearly, I mean, and you would like to think Kevin Clancy and Claire White. Have looked at it again. It's not just a case of they've decided not to look at it. You would like to think they have looked at it. Clearly,
1: they don't believe it's worthy of anything. Uh, Tommy, you want to have your final say?
12: Well, uh, if they kind of see that it's worthy of anything, I can send them a picture where it's as clear as day that Siminovich does Jamendafoe. But as I say, when I started the call, I'm delighted that Rangers have just stood up. We've had trial by television all season for this compliance officer and the BBC studio. On sports scene Enough's enough hmm. and, the, and somebody at the club said No that's it that. no, no team anymore And I'm delighted that they've done it
1: Yeah clearly someone's standing up Tommy Now Stephen Gerrard himself has said numerous times You know he's acknowledged Rangers Do have a disciplinary problem You feel that y- Yourself you actually admitted that You're frustrated about the Suminovich one But you do think it was a red card uh, For John Flanagan it, it, Is that still a concern for you then?
12: Yeah well of course discipline's a, a problem but our indiscipline seems to be highlighted constantly mm. and I mean, if, if if you had to show that to two foreign people The slamming slam into Defoe's face And then Flanagan's into Brown's They would both say, well, they're, they're roughly two the red same
1: cards, yeah. <laughs> uh, Roger, try and stay with me here Because uh, we, we don't tend to do this very well in this part of the world Let's try, let's try really hard And not make this a Rangers-Celtic thing Just for a wee tiny second, right? Good, good luck with it. I know Is it helpful for clubs All clubs Rangers Celtic Comarnock Hart Motherwell Is this stuff Particularly Helpful Well Because Celtic have made statements in the past the, Looking for the,
2: There are two ways of looking upon this Why did Rangers put this out Why, What makes Rangers think it could be helpful Well Number one is It may help them to get John Flanagan to win an appeal you know, I don't want to bore you by saying the SFA appeals procedure is is bonkers. So maybe they can win the appeal. But also Rangers will think it's helpful because Rangers supporters
1: like Tommy You standing up for your fans essentially. Oh, sure. oh listen,
2: yeah. that's absolutely terrific. That's what Rangers were needing to say. They were needing to come out with a statement of like that and defend, you know, defend their corner. So that is why Rangers do it. Um a lot of people do it. A lot of people do it in different ways. Colmarmock this season, Steve Clark, has defended their honour. You know, quite vocally on a Friday morning at his press conferences, he'll stand up and, and say, This is wrong, that's wrong, and this is wrong. And Kumalik fans love him for it. Um Paul Heckingbottom did it recently in a, in another way when he said he wished he'd knocked the fourth official's teeth out. And Kil- yeah, Hibernian fans were saying, You're absolutely right, boss, you've done the right thing. So a lot of it, you know, a lot of these things are kind of grandstanding a wee bit by managers or by Club statements, or by whatever means they want to get that you know their their version of events out there. So that's why Rangers will think this statement is helpful.
1: We will get round to hearing from Oren Kearney and Brian Rice, but the statement broke, and these things. Uh, Do happen A good full time teaser Coming up as well But here's a chance for you To win something Everybody likes free stuff Especially (laughs) you Now the Men's 10k in Glasgow Takes place this Father's Day Sunday the 16th of June Starts at the Riverside Museum Finishes at George Square So you might be absolutely blown But you'll be able to take in Some nice sights along the way Now thanks to the Men's 10k Glasgow We're giving you Listen to this, decent package Free entry to the race, to the men's 10k A jacket, a beanie, loads of other official goodies All for nothing If you're a good runner, a keen runner You can take part And even if you want to give it to someone as a gift Then you could do that as well All you have to do is guess Who is scoring this goal Now it's a running competition So we've speeded it up One
12: of them this is, three minutes to the ball.
1: I'll play you that One more time Who is scoring This
12: goal
1: (laughs) That is not easy But if you know Who's scoring the goal 01419511025 Call us right now And the men's 10k package Will be yours
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to thompsons.com
1: Absolutely. Stinker of a full-time teaser Coming up This is going to test you all To the absolute max But before we do that The Men's 10K in Glasgow Taking place this Father's Day Great route through the city centre And thanks to the Men's 10K We are giving you a decent package Free entry to the race A jacket, a beanie Loads of other official goodies as well Worth a fair bit of money I think if you added it all up Um, All you had to do Was guess Who is scoring this goal Listen carefully (laughs) Stevie's and Paisley First up Who do you think Scored the goal Stevie? I'm
12: going to a stab at this Was it One of the A double for Rodson-Edward
8: The last oh, the season It
12: was
1: not Wrong answer Let's go to Robin Bonhill Rob who do you think it was? I think it was Johnny Russell It was oh. not Johnny Russell either We got it first time Off the bat last night We're we're, uh, we're working our way Through them tight Ryan's next up In the gobbles Ryan who do you think it was?
6: Uh, I think it was David Gray Scottish Cup
1: Finals 3-2 against Rangers Let's find out
4: what a moment this is! It's Liam Henderson to deliver, and David Gray
12: has scored.
0: The captain heads are standing
1: on the brink of history. There we are, Ryan. I know you had tried to forget about it, but it's managed to become a good memory for you in a small way because you've won the prize. Happy with that?
6: Uh, Bittersweet, it? <laughs>
1: Bittersweet, Ryan. I don't know. Are you going to take pla- uh, take part yourself in the men's 10k, or are you going to give this as a present to someone?
6: Oh I think I might Just be passing
13: that one To my vanilla He's always complaining about <laughs>
1: want to get that so. Brilliant Well listen I'm sure it'll go to good use anyway Thank you very much And well done to you Ryan A Rangers fan and the Gorbals You are the winner So that's the Men's 10k Glasgow This Father's Day Sunday the 16th of June For full sign up details Go to Clyde1.com And more chances to win this you,
3: week you running in it again does? No I'm missing out uh, This one Sitting out uh-huh.
1: Any reason He thought about Coming up with a lie there Didn't he but Yeah he just, I
3: couldn't even just... Come up with a lie right, I okay. just...
1: <laughs> Well you should It's a great event Right let's get the teaser Up and running Then we'll speak to Mark Who's a St Mirren fan On the line This is a stinker An absolute stinker John Smith has sent it And I don't even know How he comes up with this stuff Honestly it's absolutely incredible So listen carefully And tell us if you can get The answers on Twitter At Clyde SSB 11 players Have made over 100 appearances in Scotland's top flight And have played in the English Premier League Mm -hmm. But only once 11 players Now this is going to be so difficult Let's just see how many you can get 11 players have made over 100 appearances In Scotland's top flight (sighs) They've played in the English Premier League But only once Any that spring to mind? I was going to say Kenny Miller, but he's played more than once in the
3: English Premier League. Roger. I wouldn't even know
1: where to start, Gordon. All right, I'll give you some thinking time. That's the question, though. Let's see what you can come up with. Uh, Let's hear from Oren Kearney, shall we? He says patience was key to the win against Hamilton last night. Delighted with the performance, and he's hoping for similar against Dundee this weekend as they hope to secure. their Premiership status?
13: Not very happy, obviously very happy. Number one, I'd have taken the result any way I could if it was a horrendous performance or a bit of luck or whatever else, but I thought in a highly pressurised situation, I thought the way from minute one, the players, how how they conducted themselves and how they went about their business tonight, both against 10 and 11, I thought was top notch. At no stage tonight did I see frustration, at no stage tonight did I see people deviate from the game plan, and we just... We stuck to the we stuck to the plan, we stuck to the routine and we just kept knocking and knocking and knocking at the door and I think I'm not one for luck this and luck that and all that. I think if you keep keep knocking and keep knocking and keep doing the right things, sooner or later or something something will give. It's now just the importance of trying to carry that good feeling and good performance at the next weekend. Yeah that's that's the key and, and you know we, we spoke about it, we, we we met yesterday as we normally do the, the day before the game and, and, and the task or the aim for this week um, was to get two wins and the first part of it we have completed and we're, and we're glad that we've, we've sent it through to Saturday any minutes of football anything can happen but the, the second task now is not to lose sight of, of what we have to do on Saturday our job is to get two wins this week, if we can get two wins this week the rest will look after itself
1: Mark is a St Mirren fan just along the road in Connecticut, what did you make of it last night Mark?
8: Oh, it was magnificent! It was absolutely magnificent. Amazing to see the stadium full of St. Martin fans, and uh, and I thought we were, I thought we were great. It, suddenly, they're playing with a bit of heart again, especially in the second half. And and I was thinking, you know, sometimes you get a new manager and you get an instant boost from a new manager. It took us about seven months to get a boost from our new manager, but he's finally. It seems like he's finally, you know, worked it out. And I remember. I spoke to you guys a few months ago and I said that, you know, the amount of lone players that were in that team really worried me. And I think last night when he started the game, there were six 6 guys, well, five guys directly connected to Simon right now and Kyle McAllister who came through our youth squad. And I just think it does make a difference when you get these guys in that really feel for the club and uh, it was great. It was great, and if we do make it to the play, if we do unfortunately still make the playoff, I'm going to come home for 48 hours, I think, and just uh, and see the second leg of that. So I kind of two minds, you know, like if we make the playoff, I'll come home and see the game, and if we don't, it also be it'll also be good. But uh, no, it was great.
1: Those will be the most frustrating, stressful forty-eight hours of your life, Mark. Uh, Roger, you were at the game last night. What did you make of it all in all?
2: Um, well, the better team won. I felt it was difficult for Hamilton Alec Gogic sent off Before the half hour mark Correctly sent off by Willie Collum. Um St Mirren huffed and puffed For a while You could argue Hamilton Had the two best chances George Oakley very early on And then Michael Miller When he came off the bench But St Mirren kept going They kept banging at the door And eventually McAllister got one McGuinness got the other They got the three points And they take it to survival Saturday I think they'll win at Dens. They're unbeaten at 5 It's In 5s The best run under Oren Kearney They look as if they've got a bit of momentum behind them It's then just a case of whether or not Hamilton are good enough To beat St Johnson at home They won't have Michael Miller Looked as if he dislocated a shoulder last night They won't have Gogic Who's suspended um, They're beginning to run out of senior players So I think It could be a nervy, nervy afternoon for Hamilton But they know It's still in their own hands A win And they're safe And St Mirren do go into those playoffs
3: Yeah, you'd rather be Hamilton uh, But St Mirren have got to go and do their job And put a bit of pressure on them Uh, I do agree with Roger I think that uh, St Mirren will beat Dundee um, And all all eyes will be focused on Hamilton Against St Johnston, Which will be a difficult, difficult game Uh, We had Brian Rice in here last week, Gordon and, and, And he says he thrives on the pressure well, he's certainly going to be under a lot of pressure at the weekend, and it'll be interesting to see if his players can handle it as well.
1: Mark, I'm sure you'll agree there are there are no guarantees, but is that a safety cushion for you? The way that St. Mirren are playing, so that if it doesn't go well on Saturday, you drop into the playoffs, you've still got that confidence you can come through it. Contrast that to Hibbs, for instance, when they went down in the playoffs, they had nothing, they had no confidence, they were losing every week in the run up to it, and that. Manifested itself in a defeat in the playoffs. So are you confident you can stay in the division one way or another?
8: Well we've, we've, we've found our form at the right time There's no doubt about that But I don't think that Dundee United or Inverness Would be would be easy games for us I know Dundee United gave us a, a right Going over in the Scottish Cup player on this season And uh, ugh, I don't know I hope it happens We've definitely got the easier game on Saturday but Hamilton do have a knack Of managing to get themselves Out of
1: trouble So Yeah I don't know It's going to be It's going to be mm. interesting And it's going to be nervous It definitely will be Make sure you stay in touch Over the coming weeks That's Mark um, In Connecticut Brian Rice says Alex Gogic's stupid Sending off Played a big part In the loss to St Mirren. He can't dwell on the defeat though And wants the team To pick themselves up For the weekend
13: Sending off changes again Simple as that I think we had the best chance In the first half With George Oakley You know We're going to take our chance there's nothing in the game. I think St Mernie had one chance up to then as well. Sending off, stupid sending off our part. Changes the game, gives uh, St Mern the chance to go on the front foot and put us under pressure. And fair play St Mern done that, but we were handling everything. Putting our bodies in the line. Kind of made my goalkeeper having too many saves to make. You know, it's only one or two, but with had a breakaway chance with Mikhail Miller as well. We should have done better, but the end of the day, it is what it is. No complaints for the red card? This doesn't matter, but I think... Doesn't matter what managers think. Referee gives a decision, that's it. Just go on. Well, hear me moaning about red cards, yellow cards. Can I do nothing about it? Doesn't matter what managers think. Standing us new. Move on to Saturday. Just say that in the dressing room. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Get ready. Let's get in the bus. Let's go home. Let's prepare for Saturday. You know, we know what we need to do. Nothing's changed. We just didn't achieve it tonight. We need to try and achieve it Saturday.
1: Tom's a St Mirren fan in Paisley. Are you staying up, Tom?
13: <laughs> You'd be able to Mr. be able to First of all,
12: with the duty the last call, uh, I'll go to Connecticut and he can come and stay in my house for the next
1: forty hours if he wants. Right, I'm sure we could arrange some sort of home swap. I mean, he doesn't... Know about it He's gone off the line But we'll try and set it up What, what did you make of last night Tom In particular
12: Honestly fantastic and Meeting Roger last night as well was you, That was a better night as well Meeting Roger as well That was a lovely night last
1: night <laughs> Yeah it's good that that didn't ruin Tom's night oh, Roger um, ruined a lot of people's night Let me say Who are the main men for, for St Mirren Who are coming to the fore Just at the right time I'm thinking the two goal scorers In particular last night Are, are playing a part right now
2: Yeah and they haven't always started Under or in Kearney Sometimes because of fitness Ingeria. issues Other times because of selection Um all the pieces just seem to be falling together For Oren Kearney at the minute Danny Mullen, although he didn't score last night He's got a couple of crucial goals since the bottom six split uh, McAllister, terrific goal, terrific performance McGuinness, fit, took his goal well The McGinn brothers, playing well Popescu, who they've got on loan from Dinamo Bucharest, Has played really well The goalkeeper, I think, has been a terrific addition Gladke mm. So everything just seems to be coming Together Even when they lost Gary McKenzie who's a big influence For them last night Jack Baird came on And played well And preserved a clean sheet So I think They'll go to the knee Brimming full of confidence At the weekend The only problem they have is They know If Hamilton win There's nothing more They can do about it Can you come back in Gordon? Of course you can
12: Gordon I thought We know just this week Brian Rice saying About the race of ordering off Yeah It was a straight card I thought The turning point The second half For us and Ryan Flynn come on I thought Ryan Flynn Was exceptional last night I thought What does Roger What
2: does Roger think I, I agree I thought he did well I thought they just needed To change it up a wee bit At that stage Because there was a 10 minute spell At the start of the second half I thought they were a wee bit flat Tom And and Flynn coming on for Lyons Definitely made a difference I think he You know He gets the ball moving quicker Than Lyons And you know He's got a good range of passing Flynn I quite like him as a player And he did well It was a deserved win And listen Tommy You're a regular caller On this show You've got a bit of news This week You want to, to share it With the boys What you were telling me Last night You got a birthday I'm um, on Thursday Many, many, many happy oh, returns Happy, birthday, happy birthday
1: Hopefully your team Can deliver and Keep me up As a birthday, what present. A birthday present Thank How you very be? much That was Tom and Paisley A St Mirren fan Right This teaser I That'd haven't even one. I haven't even managed To see if we've got Any right answers yet On mm. Twitter It's that difficult A question So I'll repeat it again uh, let's see what we can come up with. Name the 11 players who've made over 100 appearances in Scotland's top flight. They've also played in the English Premier League, but only once. I've got one, I think. Andy Gore? No.
3: Manchester United? No. You play me on once?
1: Yeah.
2: What about, um just trying to think, I mentioned in the show earlier on, what about
1: David Gray? I was
2: thinking, Manchester So tough. You see know when I look
1: it. at the answers? So tough. Maybe too tough, but listen, that's what you get, Roger, for being a smart Alex. So. Uh,
2: Michael O'Halloran?
1: Mm, no <sighs> mm. What I did think
2: about when we was talking about Hamilton there was Matt Cogallum?
3: Mm, nope. Did are Wilson th- play
2: with Liverpool? Who? Danny Wilson. Danny
1: Wilson. No. There are three that are in the Scottish Premiership currently.
2: What about James Tavern there? No. Kind I of th- I think g- this, could, this could be A new Henry load we might, no. we might not get Any of these tonight oh, I've, I've I've recorded g- I won't get Joe him. Lewis
1: Yes Roger Hannah Cardiff in 2007 You're up and running Well done Roger Just another 10 to go Another 10 Patrick Roberts No Andy Halliday No Alright you need some Serious thinking time Let's see what you can Come up with
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to Thompson's.com
1: Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here Roger, as a tackler of many full-time teasers Is this the hardest we've ever had? Yes You think so? Yes We're at Clyde SSB on Twitter If anyone can come up with the answers to this name 11 players (coughs) Who have made over 100 appearances in Scotland's top flight And have played in the English Premier League But only one time Guys like Joe Lewis It's the only thing they've got so far He made one appearance for Cardiff in the English Premier League And he plays obviously over 100 appearances in Scotland for Aberdeen Have you got any more? Bob uh, Malcolm That's an outstanding shout Derby Rangers and Motherwell Brilliant well done Bob Malcolm We're going through the Aberdeen team Shea Shea Logan who would he have made his appearance for
2: play for Man City he once He did
1: play for Man City once Well done Shea
3: Logan played for with...
1: Yes he did yeah. Just before the same,
2: Kyle Walker <laughs> hey, Speaking of Kyle Kyle Lafferty didn't play for Burnley In the top line did he
1: I'll give you it It's not Burnley
2: it's
1: a, um, Sunday, Playing yellow Norwich Norwich Oh of course of Shea course, Logan course. Kyle Lafferty Bob Malcolm like Joe default. Lewis yeah sort of anymore hey, I mean bear in mind you, Yeah you, you go back to the 90s For a few of them What
2: about Some of the boys That went to Sheffield Wednesday Phil O'Donnell
1: Brilliant Yes
2: Not Simon Donnelly
1: No Not, not Simon Philip Donnelly Scott. Not mm, Philip no. Scott No Listen that's a good start If you get any more I'll be amazed But Phil O'Donnell Shea Logan what Kyle Lafferty uh, Bob Malcolm Joe at, Lewis
2: Lucas Shukovic No one, th- one from Bank of the Day Scott Marshall
1: No Gordon Um He's certainly. gone oh, It's really yeah, tough yeah. Really really tough One more check on Twitter I don't think I've seen Any correct answers coming in Even in Twitter On Twitter And that is rare Because the The, the Twitterati As Hugh Keevans calls them Are much better than you lot At this Without doubt No I'm telling you Not too many there are certainly- Oh Kay to be fair Kay has got Kyle Lafferty Well done Well done K. That was before you two got them
2: Try to think some of the guys That have been here over the years, Who did Aberdeen have up front guys that played? Leon, no. Leon might people like that. There's an
1: Aberdeen one, but he's not a striker. He's definitely not a striker. We'll leave it there. Bill is a Celtic fan In Jordan Hill. Hi, Bill. Hi, there. What's your point, Bill?
14: Um, I almost fell out my chair when I heard the Rangers appealing the Flanagan card. Um, in three of the four Old Firm games this season, and they they game at Ibrox in December. Morelis, there were three occasions in that one game when he could have been red-carded. He was never sent off. In The second game, Kent struck out at, uh, at um, Scott Brown, and it was a retrospective red-card. In this game now, there's a retrospective card for Flanagan. Rangers have the worst disciplinary record in Scotland, and probably Europe, as far as red cards are concerned.
1: Okay, Bill. I don't think we've got enough time to go go through all, sort of all the, the past incidents. What about this one then? What Rangers' grievance is that? Well, a couple of things, but one that they feel Jozo Simonovic should have been sent off for an elbow yeah. on Jermaine Defoe. Would you?
14: Well, if you if you look just prior to the incident they're talking about, um, Defoe tries to win a penalty by sticking his leg in. And tripping himself up against a Celtic mm. player
1: That's not really got anything to do with uh, the elbow been does it? He's all,
14: diving all around the place So if the referee sees that What is he going to mm. think when he goes down and an, an, an a contact with uh, yeah, but I, Again
1: Bill it's, it's not really about that It's either a red card or it's not You're not really meant to take previous incidents into, into
14: The referee must have something in his mind If he sees a player constantly diving
1: so let, 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 let's get away I'm trying to find So you don't think That Simonovic on Defoe Was a red card Because again I'm not, I'm not
14: saying that I'm not saying that right. I think well, Defoe Made his own case worse By diving about hmm.
2: Prior to any incident
1: Roger is that really the, Is that really the way it works well, So Kevin Clancy it, thinks Well yeah, He's not, just been listen, elbowed in the face It's but.
2: not the way it works But It sums up The new word That's come into The Scottish football lexicon This season What about it? Because we can't have arguments. Even Rangers in the statement can't restrict their argument to simply the John Flanagan incident. They have to say what about Samunovic, and then when Bill considers the Samunovic argument, he says, "Well, what about Defoe and Agger earlier on, and what about the other things Defoe was saying?" So we have had a season of what aboutery, and courtesy of the statement that came out from Rangers around fifty minutes ago, the what <coughs> is going to continue. Probably to the end of the season and beyond.
1: Mm. Uh, Bill, non-Rangers fans will make fun of the statement. That's the way these things always work. But but Rangers fans, a lot of them are getting touched to say, "No, good. I'm glad the club is standing up for us." Do you, do you understand a clubs need to stand up for its fans?
14: I can understand the club standing up. But by the same token, they, they you know, they, they, they've had so many red cards this year. Are they going to tell us that all these red cards weren't weren't uh, required? Shouldn't have been given.
1: That, that, that is the question as well Gordon Because it's, I mean, I repeat myself a bit Stephen Gerrard is the, he's, the he's, he's under no illusions He's talked about Rangers discipline Over and over again um, but, but Rangers are saying they will Defend Mr Flanagan over this one Yeah I don't I
3: don't see how they can defend him uh, I think everybody agrees um, When you actually see the incident uh, for different angles Gordon It's a red card It's a straight red card um, and you're right. Steven Gerrard has come out um a few times this season and spoke about the discipline and his players, and you know he's been very open, very honest about it. Um, it's just going to rumble on. That's why I always say that I go back to the old-fashioned way: let the referee referee the game, and then just human error and move on.
1: And again, Roger, believe me, I wish we didn't have to repeat ourselves on this But but you kind of do because you're picking over the words of the statement And Rangers are basically asking Why did one incident escape punishment while the other is now deemed worthy of a red card? You don't have to agree with the answer But there is a ready-made answer In that it depends on what Kevin Clancy saw or didn't see Yeah, and a key word in the statement as
2: well And You know what, you're right, other people, supporters of other clubs will try and take the mick out this latest Rangers statement The word transparency appears in it And I think everyone would like a little bit more transparency You know, the SFA come out today and say They're prosecuting Flanagan He's offered this two-game ban Which is fair enough But actually, all all the debate A lot of the argument tonight is about what the SFA don't say It's about, you know They they don't explain the decision-making process And they don't explain the decision-making process Regarding other decisions Mm. in the game I.e., Claire White and Kevin Clancy Looking at Simunovic versus Defoe And why they decided Not to prosecute Simunovic
1: I see what you're saying I imagine the counter The counter argument would be Okay Imagine they do offer some transparency And imagine Kevin Clancy Comes out and says I Didn't see the one on Scott Brown properly And therefore we're going to Retrospectively give John Flanagan A red card And I did see the one On Jermaine Defoe properly And I don't think It was a red card Do you think the Rangers fans The Rangers Statement writers would swallow that and go Okay
2: No, listen People are coming at it from their own agenda And they always will come at it from their own agenda But at least if the SFA came out and explained it It would clear away any hmm. doubt in people's
1: minds Or would it not just shift the blame From the compliance system to Kevin Clancy Yeah, but listen Because we want boys. to blame someone, don't we? We love it, we love blaming someone well,
2: we're all big boys And if the referees are going to Go out and referee and make the decisions Then You know They need to be big enough To to, to back up the decisions to, to be fair to the referees I know a lot of the referees They're all decent guys They're all honest guys And I think they'd be quite happy To, to back up their decisions
1: And say yeah, yeah that's right That's why I made that decision Again bigger picture here Not about Celtic Not about Rangers Not about any individual clubs How do we get away From this blame culture Because we had Bobby Madden A long interview with him On the show a couple of weeks ago And he was talking about the decision-making process And the the, the example he used was the Alfredo Morelos sending off on Scott Brown And he told you as clear as day that his assistant made the decision But no one cares because we don't really remember the assistants' names So after that, the blame went on Bobby Madden If you were of a mind to blame somebody, you blamed Bobby Madden Even though he didn't even make the decision
2: You will never get away from the blame culture, culture And I'll tell you why Because football clubs and football managers and football players are happy to apportion blame Because if they can apportion blame elsewhere It means they don't have to absorb the blame themselves
1: Okay we'll leave it there Because you've got so much work to do no. on the teaser I don't know if you're going to get any more of these But we'll just test you on how many Anything? Um, Stefan <sighs> Johansson Nope Was
3: Chris Boyd one? No
2: you, I said an Aberdeen striker And you were sort of saying No 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 definitely not I wonder if that means an Aberdeen keeper Danny Ward? Near the goalie but not mm. quite a goalie
1: Hmm an Aberdeen defender Aberdeen Some Aberdeen servant he was 340 odd appearances for Aberdeen Oh, mm-hmm. oh Mark Reynolds Went yeah. to Sunderland Sunderland Oh we're struggling here We are struggling we One game in the English Premier mm-hmm. League In 2007 300
2: odd games for Aberdeen mm-hmm.
1: I'm
2: thinking the likes of Russell Anderson Yes
1: Mark. Yeah? Yeah oh, Brilliant Roger Russell Anderson Well done uh, The music's about to start And you've yeah. got pfft, one, two, three, four, five still to go. Oh, no. I'll give you the easiest one and then we'll write off the rest oh, because it's no. too tough. It. Played with Celtic 2011 to 2015 mm-hmm. and went to Sunderland. Was it fullback? Ross Wallace. Was it fullback? Hey, he, Ma- Matthews? Adam Matthews. Well done. Oh, well done, guys. Right. Ridiculous done. ones. He's a scouser and that's the clue. And he became a bit of a hero for Inverness. David Raven. David Raven. Well done. Oh, <laughs> did he play for Liverpool? Once. These are absolutely brutal uh, Bolton in the mid-90s Then Motherwell And Livy In the early 2000s Not Sasa Churches Or no. something If someone can lift Lots of heavyweights They are Strong Greg Strong Greg Strong oh. Hibbs Goalie Also played with Chelsea In the 90s
2: Hibbs Goalie Played with
1: Chelsea 90- Michael Lambie. Before that Ooh Go initials H- NC Nick Colgan Nick Colgan oh, Really? Arsenal in '98 and Dundee 2000 to 2005. South American. Bobby quickly, Fabian Caballero. Caballero. Well done. Thank you, Roger and Gordon. We are back tomorrow with Mark Greedy and Stephen Smith joining us. Ryan Borthwick is up next.
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com.